This podcast discusses cases in which a crime may have occurred. All parties referred to in this podcast are presumed innocent until proven guilty by law. Opinions expressed on Dirty Money Moves don't necessarily reflect those of the podcast host, Murderish, or Cloud10 Media. If this is your first time tuning into this miniseries, please stop here and listen to the first three episodes. This scam story will make a lot more sense if you start from the beginning. In the last episode, episode three, we introduced you to Gwen Shamblin's second husband, Joe Lara, and his ex, Natasha Pavlovich. Together, they had a daughter over whom the two ended up at war for custody. Joe even filed a false report with police, accusing Natasha of sexually abusing their daughter. It was an unsuccessful ploy to get full custody of her. In the previous episode, we also touched on obedience and control, two practices Gwen preached at Remnant Fellowship. The church came under major scrutiny after eight-year-old Joseph Smith died at the hands of his parents, who practiced strict discipline methods they learned at Remnant Fellowship. But discipline did not accurately describe what happened. According to autopsy findings, it was downright abuse. From Murderish and Cloud 10 Media, this is Dirty Money Moves, Women in White Collar Crime, a podcast that dives into one story told over several weekly episodes. In this miniseries, we're highlighting dietitian turned cult leader Gwen Shamblin Lara, the woman who started the Way Down Diet and then created a hypnotic following at her self made church, Remnant Fellowship. Remnant Fellowship had faced accusations of being a cult that promoted child abuse and praying one's way to being thin. Believe it or not, there is so much more to this bizarre story. This is episode four, Fall of the Profitable Prophet. As Gwen Shamblin and her seemingly bought-and-paid-for husband, Joe Lara, were settling into married life as leaders of Gwen's culty church with more than enough money to burn, life was sweet. But a decision to attend a We the People Patriots Day MAGA rally in Florida would turn out to be fatal. May 29, 2021 began normally for Gwen and Joe. They were going to take a private plane to the political rally in Florida, along with a few others in their inner circle. On board the private plane were Joe and Gwen, their son-in-law, Brandon Hanna, Jennifer and David Martin, and Jonathan and Jessica Walters. The Martins were leaders at Remnant Fellowship, and the Walters were members. Gwen's husband, Joe, who had his pilot's license, was flying the plane. Gwen and Joe were accustomed to traveling by private plane, so the trip was expected to be just like any other. But this time, their flight was not at all what anyone expected. Shortly after takeoff, Joe was in contact with air traffic control, and everything seemed to be going as planned. Less than two minutes into the flight, however, air traffic control lost contact with Joe. He stopped responding to their instructions. 
Not long after losing communication with Joe, someone reported seeing a plane nosedive into Piercy Priest Lake near Nashville, Tennessee, in only a few feet of water. The media picked up the story and began reporting that everyone on board the plane were presumed dead, a statement that would later be confirmed. After the private plane crashed into a lake near Nashville on Saturday, all seven people on board presumed dead, among them faith-based diet guru Gwen Shamblin-Laura and her husband, actor Joe Laura. Joe and Gwen Shamblin-Laura and the five others aboard their plane were dead. Jennifer and David Martin, who joined Remnant Fellowship in 1999, left behind five children. Jessica and Jonathan Walters were married in the church in 2002, and they had three children. The death of Brandon Hanna made Gwen Shamblin's daughter, Elizabeth, a widow. Elizabeth had also suffered the loss of a child not long before her husband died in the plane crash, not to mention her mother, who was her best friend and mentor. Although both Joe Laura and Brandon Hanna had pilot's licenses, Joe was new to flying that type of plane, and Brandon wasn't certified for that aircraft. News 4 Investigates has also confirmed tonight that the only person on board qualified to pilot the plane, according to the FAA records, had an expired medical license. Our chief investigative reporter, Jeremy Finley, confirmed this today. And Jeremy, what does having a medical license actually mean? Well, Morris, bottom line, it sees that says that you are able to fly, that you're healthy enough to pilot a plane, and that federal regulations require an active license for pilots before they can fly. The National Transportation Safety Board spokesperson, Eric Weiss, estimated it would take two weeks before a preliminary investigation report would be released. The full investigation, including a probable cause of crash, could take up to two years. Air traffic control data revealed that after just 90 seconds in the air, the plane started to drop at a significantly higher rate than what's considered normal. Weiss mentioned the investigation would focus on three main factors, the pilot, the people involved, and environmental factors affecting the flight. But what about the religious factors? If God was the true pilot in control that fateful day, why would this have happened? It was a question that proved difficult to answer for church members because nothing bad was ever supposed to happen to their leader, Gwen, who they'd been indoctrinated to believe was sent by God. The church had always done a great job of sweeping tragedies under the rug in order to keep members in line with Gwen's teachings. But a tragedy of this magnitude was not going to be as easy to hide or explain. Back at the crime scene, Crews had recovered the jet's engines, a portion of the fuselage, and other plane debris. Then, they found a scattering of human remains. The Rutherford County Medical Examiner's Office verified that four men and three women were on board that ill-fated flight. A major question loomed after Gwen's death. Who would take over leadership at Remnant Fellowship? Initially, 
Gwen's daughter Elizabeth Shamblin Hanna stepped forward. Immediately following the crash, Elizabeth sent out multiple text messages to church members, writing, God is in control, and we will not stop moving forward with what God wants with this church. My family loves God, and my children love to get on their knees and pray every morning and night with us. More information to come, but be in prayer and be at peace. Reactions from church members and friends of Gwen Shamblin were documented by WSMV4 Nashville. Even with the loss of the Lauras and the five other members of their church family, the day Save Faith is pulling them through. Everyone who knew them, their lives were changed as a result of the lives that they lived. On the Remnant Fellowship website, Elizabeth's biography reflects on her mother's passing. She writes, At this time in my life, I find myself with the wonderful opportunity to follow in my mother's footsteps in serving our beautiful church, and I am grateful for her example of decades of laying down her life for others. As was the usual practice for Remnant Fellowship leaders, Elizabeth kept her messages positive and uplifting, never showing any cracks of being someone who'd suffered tremendous loss and who undoubtedly was suffering. It was clear that Elizabeth had learned from her mother how to basically not be human. From the looks of Remnant's website, Elizabeth appears to be just one of many leaders within the church moving forward, and she doesn't have a particular role or title listed. As for her brother Michael, his name has been quietly removed from the website, and he doesn't appear to be a part of the church any longer. It's similar to the Irish goodbye his father, Gwen's first husband, gave from the church previously. Another obvious question that arose after the plane crash was where all of Gwen's money would go. In a previous interview, Gwen said this about her money. This money, half of it goes to the government, the other half goes to keep it going so that someone else can be, be helped. Half and half leaves nothing for Gwen Shemblin. That's not completely true, is it? Yes, it's completely true. Gwen explained that she wasn't profiting from any of this. And Gwen's daughter, of course, backed her up. I mean, she practically handed Michael and I's inheritance away. But let let me tell you. (laughs) A review of Gwen's will revealed that all of her money would go to her daughter Elizabeth and her son Michael. Shockingly, none of her money was left to her beloved church. In a written statement, the church claimed that Remnant Fellowship property was donation enough. The church's statement included... This was an incredible gift of generosity from Gwen and her family's inheritance, and the church would expect no more. Ironically, at the time of her death, Gwen was even working on a nine-week video series about the topic of greed. If you cling to your money, you're going to lose it. But if you give it up, you'll find it again. The big-haired church leader was also set to star in her own reality TV show called The Way Down South, which was never picked up by any networks. Gwen Shamblin Lara's rise to power and shocking end is almost indescribable. Before her death, however, Gwen seemed to sum it up fairly well, saying God is a God of justice and he will not be mocked. Most of the world has a 
abandoned true religion and are now converts to building up their own pocketbooks. Yet God is a God of justice, and He will not be mocked. It's hard not to wonder whether it was Gwen's mocking of God that did her in. Gwen told people she was a prophet, and by the looks of it, she was a very profitable prophet. Even though she publicly denounced people using religion to line their pocketbooks, it appears she was doing exactly that before it all ended so dramatically. Former members of Remnant Fellowship have come forward to tell their stories. Stories about being led to believe that being thin will bring you closer to God and that obedience will bring you to heaven. Both of these teachings were dangerous and brought a lot of pain and suffering to Gwen's followers, some of whom contemplated suicide. Her controversial teachings arguably also led to the death of eight-year-old Joseph Smith. Gwen Shamblin Lara's legacy is complicated. Even after death, she has loyal followers who continue to attend church at Remnant Fellowship. But for many others, Gwen's legacy is one of pain, destruction, and trauma. In the Way Down docuseries, one former church member described Gwen's death as poetic justice. Though saddened by the loss of life, Many people found themselves feeling relieved after the church leader's passing because she's no longer able to inflict emotional pain on anyone. It remains to be seen what will come of the once-revered megachurch. Though Gwen's daughter is listed as a leader, she became reclusive after the plane crash, and other church leaders have been left running Remnant Fellowship. Gwen Shamblin preached questionable methods for getting closer to God, it's hard to say whether she is now with God. That's not a question that can be answered here, but it is safe to say that if she is with God, it has absolutely nothing to do with her being thin. Dirty Money Moves is a collaboration between Murderish and Cloud10 Media. Executive producers are myself, Jamie Rice, and Sim Sarna. Research, writing, and producing is done by Devin Ruskin. Emily Crane does the audio mixing and editing. Josh Cook composed the music, and Brian Stefanik created the podcast cover art. Follow us at Dirty Money Moves on Instagram and TikTok. And if you like the show, please rate us, review us, and leave us a few stars on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you're listening now. If you're into true crime content, check out my other podcast, Murderish. Thanks for listening to this Dirty Money Moves mini-series. In our next one, we're tackling another scammy enterprise, and I have a feeling that many of you have heard of it. You may have even become involved with it. See you next week for a brand new episode of Dirty Money Moves. Seeking the truth never gets old. Introducing June's Journey, the free-to-play mobile game that will immerse you in a thrilling murder mystery. Join June Parker as she uncovers hidden objects and clues to solve her sister's death 
in a beautifully illustrated world set in the Roaring Twenties. With new chapters added every week, the excitement never ends. Download June's Journey now on your Android or iOS device, or play on PC through Facebook Games.